We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome back to Paranormal, the New Normal. Folks, you are in for a treat tonight. Not only am I back with another one-on-one bracket special, but no one has done this in a one-on-one form yet, and that's a shame because this is a good bracket. And, well, to put it out clear and plain, get your Kool-Aid because we're talking cults tonight. It's the cults bracket we did back, God, six, seven months ago at least. I don't even know when. But it was a fun one to do with a group, and it's going to be fun to do in a one-on-one as well. And, of course, I'm proud to be joined by... Is, well, what name do you like to be called? I don't want to... Uh, yeah, uh, Azrael's. Azrael, okay. Yeah. I want to say Azrael for some reason. I don't know why. Azrael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. And Azrael is from the Among the Shadows podcast, which, of course, you'll hear about at the end. And... So, I love the name, of course. That's an awesome name for a podcast. And, well, let's get this ball rolling because the Colts wait for nobody. Well, except maybe Uncle Charlie. But. Right, the leader. <laughs> <laughs> but the first matchup you're facing tonight is interesting, and I'll get to why eventually, depending on how these go. But the first matchup is the Sullivanians versus the FLDS, the Fundamental Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, okay. So, uh, the Sullivans? The, the Sullivanians. Uh, oh, Sullivanians, okay. Yeah, from New York in the 60s. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar with that. I know the, the Latter-day Saints. That's the so, Mormons. So, yeah, the, the Latter-day Saints is the more extreme side of the Mormons. Right. We'll, put, we'll put it that way. Okay. The Sullivanians were a... It's a group started by a psychotherapist who believed that the traditional family ties in America were the root cause of mental illness and they promoted a polygamous lifestyle. So it was basically one big orgy all the time for them. And apparently children that, that were part of this group of course, suffered abuse and neglect because of the parents being partying all the time. So, okay, I, I would have to go with Latter Day Saints. Yeah, Latter Day Saints are Latter Day Saints are a, fur, a front runner in this whole thing. They're hard to beat. Yeah, <laughs> they are some crazy. They're some crazy fuckers. I mean, Joseph Smith and everything. Some crazy ass fuckers. But all right, and we're gonna hear that term a lot. I, I have a feeling, but. To see who's going to face the FLDS in the next round, the next matchup is Nixum, or 
more likely known as NXIVM, versus the 12 tribes cult. Okay. That'd be 12 tribes of the Bible? Is that what they're... Uh, I believe it's another Mormon group, if I'm not Mormon mistaken. Group? Wow. I, <laughs> they get a lot of they come up in this a lot. Don't, don't, don't tell me why. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. 12 tribes community. They were formerly known as the Vine Christian Community Church, the Northeast, Northeast Kingdom Community Church, the Mesosonic Communities, and the Community Apostolic Apostolic Order. I can't say that word. No, apostolic. And, and basically, they were very old school Christians and Jews. And it believes that all your denominations have fallen so that they they refuse to align with any other religion. And they have, of course, strange views of courtship and childbearing, as all these cults do. And they're also racist, misogynistic, and homophobic. So all the, a good combo, you know? All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I got to start doing special episodes on each of these that people can come in fully prepared. But I mean, it's yeah, it's hard to talk about these things. It touches a lot of areas. I really don't want to touch my podcast. Oh, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the next matchup, because the twelve tribes will be facing the FLDS in the second round. But the next matchup is the Blackburn Cult versus the family, and we're not talking. Charles Manson here. We're talking the burn, the burn family. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the the burn family. Have you heard of both of these or the burn the the burn family? I believe. Yeah, I'm not too sure now. And what was the the other one? The other one's the Blackburn cult. The Blackburn. They cult. were. They were around in the 20s in, um, in downtown L.A. in California. And basically, newspaper articles report strange rituals such as sacrificing of animals, sex scandals, and the attempt to resurrect a dead 16-year-old girl. Okay. And, and multiple dead dogs being found around the dead girl underneath their floorboards. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't make this shit up. You really can't. And, and the other... Okay, so then the, the Burns family was... The Burns family... Uh, I almost forget. Uh, I, I am not 100% sure what the Burn family. Look, oh, yeah, okay. They, they were an Australian New Age group in the 60s. And basically. They combined Christianity and Hinduism, and they basically were eventually taken down for arguing and rebellious behavior. Oh, okay. I mean, it's Australia, so you you know, but they also, yeah. but they 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 did illegal adoptions of children. They messed around with LSD a lot, and electric electrical consultative therapy, leucotomies, and deep sleep therapy, like they were just basically trying to do all these things that you can't do without a doctor. A doctor. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, I'll go with the other one, actually, then. Yeah, the Blackburn Colts freaking creepy as hell. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely got to look up some of these Colts. There's so many of them, and then I think some of them start going together, and 
Um, that is the problem. A lot of them do run together because they all do the same horrible things. Right. But the Sears going to face the Blackburn cult. It's going to be the true Russian Orthodox Church versus Angels Landing. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with either, either of those. Angels Landing. Uh, I need a rundown of them. Yeah. Well, the true Russian Orthodox Church was a 2007 to 2008 doomsday cult. Okay. And they they broke away from the Russian Orthodox Church because the, they have all things that the Russian Orthodox will let you do, such as watch TV. Mm-hmm. And basically, the 29 and 35 members hold themselves up in a cave of Russia's Penta region, and they threaten mass suicide if authorities try to intervene. And that they were, they had, they were, they were told to hide themselves away and to await the end of the world, which they thought would take place in May 2008. Obviously, they're wrong. It never happened. <laughs> okay. But basically, uh, basically, eventually, snow made the cave start to collapse. So, um, all the members, most of the members, eventually came out and like just surrendered. But okay, yeah, I'm looking at the Angels Landing one. The Angels Landing one is. Yeah, it looks like a sex abuse, rapist, um, well, murder. Well, they all, well, they all are. <laughs> right, yeah, seems like it's a common theme among all of them. Yeah, Dan, it was Daniel Perez. He convinced yeah. parents he to rape their daughters in order to stay alive. He shocked the world back in 2015 with it. And he lived off the insurance money he earned after murdering his followers. I'd say magical he, power. He claimed to be a centuries old angel. Oh. All right. Uh, okay. I'm Angel's Landing. Yeah. When all he really was was just a pedophile who came up with a good lie to get, well, not even a good lie, but a lie that stupid people believed. All right. Unfortunately. <laughs> if you want to say that's a, hey, that's not, yeah, it's not a good lie. It's not a good lie to have. No. No. I'm an angel. Let me sleep with your daughter. Yeah, no, I don't think so, buddy. Go back to wherever you came from. Heaven, hell, take your right choice. Right. But this next one is, and it, if I get this wrong, people, excuse my pronunciation on this 100% because God, but it's called the Ho Ho Nana San Poggio cult. Okay. Yeah, it's one that no one's ever heard of, but it was on the list I got these from. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Ho Ho Hana, not Ho Ho Nana. Okay. And it was a Japanese new religious movement that became known as the foot reading cult in the media. He, the group's founder, Fugunaka Hogan, claimed to have a divine authority and the ability to diagnose physical illness and predict the future by studying the soles of an individual's feet. The cult made people buy high priced skulls and other ornaments that were said to wear, ward off evil, deliver from sin, and blah, 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 and break family curses. So basically, he was just a swindler. And it's going against the Carney cult. Like Carney's? <laughs> the Carney cult was also called Satan's Disciples. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nate. But 
basically they were taken down in 95. They're from Indiana. And it's a the guy who started was a carny where which basically asked men to join and then would tie them up, gag them. He would read an invocation of Satan and then he, he would cut them from the neck cut them from the neck he would have them cut him on from the, his neck to his stomach. And oh, okay. It's basically, basically it's a satanic miracle. Basically, it's a satanic miracle started by Carney. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, Satan's disciple cult, Carney cult. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Yeah, it is definitely more interesting. Yeah, the other guy was just ripping people off. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I said he charged nine hundred bucks for foot readings. I think he's had a bit of a foot fetish, but (laughs) the next matchup is a little bit more known one. It's the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God, which is from, it was a Ugandan cult that formed in the late 80s, and the leader said they saw the Virgin Mary, and basically, basically, they just used that, they used that to get all these cult, all these people together. And these people would have to give up all their possessions to the cult in order to join. And that the first 530 people to join were nailed into a church in 2000 and they poured petrol on it and lit the church on fire. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then he poisoned the rest of them in a later suicide suicide attempt. And the the final death toll for the whole cult was 924. And they're going against... The Church of the Firstborn of the Lamb of God, which is another very violent Latter-day Saint group found by the LeBarons. And he, basically, they they end up, the, the family basically ends up killing each other left and right in order to, and they also, of course, impregnated their, their teenage daughters. Because, oh, wow. you know, God, God told them to. But... But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just basically a family of Mormons that had a huge falling out, and people called it a cult because other people were joining into them. Okay. Uh... So you got Ugandans versus Mormons. Yeah, the Ugandan one—they had a pretty high death death toll. Yes, they did. That's up there with like Jim Jones. Oh, he'll be coming up eventually on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the next one is another Asian versus American one, and it's the Kashi Ashram, which the Kashi Ashram cult was led by Majaya, who is a guru. And Majaya basically, basically, it was a it was a commune living structure. And it, I mean, it was the basis of Eat, Pray, Love, the movie and book. And because Julia Roberts visited the retreat. So, I mean, it's a retreat center. It's a yoga school. It's a stable farm. They have like a school for kids in it. It's questioned whether it's a cult or not all the time. But the leader does face a lot of accusations of assault, substance abuse, and the promotion of cult-like practices. And I mean, his youngest daughter sued the church, claiming that in 1981 she was sexually assaulted by a church member after being married to him against her will, and that she claimed 
she claimed that she was married to a 25 year old man. So, okay. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's my, Majaya was a female lady and she died in 2012, but I think the society still lives on. Sure. And it's going against the Kirkland cult. Kirkland? Kirkland. K-I-R-T-L-A-N. Oh, it's okay. a, it's a paramilitary religious cult that was in Ohio that broke off from the Mormon church, of course. And the leader, Jeffrey Lundgren, and Tobias followers were indicted in the connection with the execution-style murders of a family of five. They yeah. became the mo- one of the most famous killings in Ohio. So basically, he just, basically he just took the church and uh, an already crazy church and made it even crazier second. <laughs> Right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go with them. Kirtland. Colt. All right. And to figure out who's facing them, you're going to do the first play-in matchup to see which one of these two actually makes it around. And the first one is the Superior Universal Alignment, which which is a cult that went on in the 90s and 2000s. And it's a woman who was supposedly tortured, castrated, and murdered children in black magic rituals over over a decade um, from, 80, from 89-93, basically. And only five of the 19 children survived. But... Basically, it was castrations and every every other kind of horrible uh, thing you could imagine that someone would do to her children. So, I mean, I I can't explain more than that. Oh, that's <laughs> it, what, okay. It's, so it's the Kirtland versus them. It's it, it's Superior Universal Alignment versus Om Shariko. Oh, Om Shariko. Oh, okay. You know that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Om Shariko. It was a doomsday cult from Japan in the late 80s, and they carried out the deadly Tokyo subway attack in 95. Oh, okay. So it's it's so it's Omsuriko versus Omshiniko, I should say, versus the superior universal alignment. Yeah, the Shinriko. All right. Which means means Shinriko is going to go into the first round and right away they are going to face the Antel Kids which were formed in the 70s in the, in Canada and the leader was a self-proclaimed prophet their beliefs were based on the Seventh-day Adventist church and they maintained multiple wives concubines impregnating all female members as a religious requirement altogether they all fathered 26 children and he, he had 12 adults and 22 children followers, and they lived under his dictatorship-like rule at the commune and were subject to severe physical and sexual abuse. And he is still sitting in prison as a, as a life sentence for this, all this. So it's the Angel Kids versus the Shinrikyo who did the Tokyo subway attacks. Yeah, Tokyo subway attack guy. Shinrikyo. Okay, Shinrikyo. Yeah, Shinrikyo. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to the other side of round one now. 
And the, the first matchup here is these might be some of the more well-known ones, maybe. But it's the Order of the Solar Temple. But it's basically a cult that's based on the ideas of the Knights Templar in Switzerland. And it's known for a series of murders and mass suicides that claim 74 lives in Switzerland, France, and Canada in 94, 95, and 97. And for all the controversies that follow those murders. Oh, it's between those two. It, oh, it's it's the Order of the Soul and Temple, and it's going against Ekankar, which Ekankar is another new religious movement in Minnesota, and it teaches simple spiritual exercises such as singing a love song to God to experience the light and sound of God and recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit, but but okay. the they uh, the the criticism on them on them is that they made all this shit up that they are not really people who have been alive since the beginning of time basically that they just made all this up and it's basically a money thing I think oh, okay hey, I'm gonna go with the Order of the Solar Temple yeah they are a little more creepy yeah I mean, anything, <laughs> anything based on the, anything based on the actual Templar is creepy so. But that means the Order of the Solar Temple in the second round is going to be facing either the Children of God or the Family International. But but basically, it's a small group of runaway teens and hippies called Teens for Christ. And the preacher taught that God was love and love was sex. And he believed the apocalypse was near and urged believers to give up their money and personal possessions to the group's leaders. They actively encourage sexual activities among minors as young as two or three years old. So former members have gone to court saying that they are a author, author, authoritarian cult that engages in a systematic physical and sexual abuse of children. And they are going against Unification Church Worldwide, which Unification Church Worldwide is also known as the Moonies. If you ever seen that Seinfeld episode, the Moonies. Yeah, they're the ones. They're the Asians that shave their heads and they're in the airports dancing, asking for money. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so it's and good morning, Nikki, wherever you are, because it's definitely not morning here. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the Children of God versus Unification Church World. So it's Children of God versus the Moonies, basically. Right. Uh, children of God. Yeah, they are. I mean, I don't know. The Moonies are weird, but the Children of God was a legit freaking horrible call. Yeah, they were doing some bad That's stuff for sure. Like. Which so did all these people, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, especially especially this next one because the next matchup is going to be between the Church of Euthanasia, which is from Boston, Massachusetts, actually, <laughs> which is where I live, where I live by. So, but. And their slogan was, save the planet, kill yourself. Yeah. And their founding ideology is set in one commandment, thou shalt not procreate. And the four main pillars of them are suicide, which is optional but encouraged, abortion, which may be required to avoid procreation, cannibalism, mandatory if you just on eating flesh, but only if someone's already dead, and sodomy, any sexual act not intended for procreation. And it stresses population reduction by voluntary means only, 
and rejects murder and eugenics as a means of achieving it. So, I mean, they have standards. They, yeah. And members of their group were actually on Jerry Springer show at one point. So, if that tells you anything. But the church of euthanasia is going against the school prophets. And school prophets was actually from the 1800s. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got an older one here. Old school. And basically, I don't think that's the right one. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm Is that another Mormon oh. one? Oh, oh, yep. Actually, yeah, they were under the direction of Joseph Smith directly. <laughs> so. Oh, geez. Uh, we're actually reading Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I gotta find the original page I used to make this list. I really do. But <laughs> better explanations of all these. But oh, okay. yeah, yeah, basically the school prophets was a cult. And actually, okay, maybe it wasn't that one. Maybe I think they just took the name from the people that Joseph Smith taught initially. Oh, okay. Uh I'm gonna go with the um euthanasia. Church of Euthanasia. All right. Which means, okay, here we go. These are the ones people know somewhat. And that means the Church of Euthanasia is going to be facing Love Has Won, which is a religious movement that was basically founded by someone describing herself as the Mother of God or Mother God. But she was a self-proclaimed spiritual savior who built the cult through her online manifestos and live streaming sessions. It was founded in 2006. And she had 12 to 20 full-time members who lived with her at the time of her death. And apparently... Actually, she only died a couple years ago, too. So this cult was going on for a long time. I think she was like the original OnlyFans person. But the group uh, accused her of physical abuse, sleep deprivation, and that they were only allowed to sleep four to five hours a night. They were brainwashed. And basically, she was basically accused of being an alcoholic who would get nasty when she got drunk. And and the members were all anti-Semitic and racist as well, of course. And they're going against one of the most famous cults ever, Heaven's Gate. Okay. Now, I'm sure you know Heaven's Gate, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would go with Heaven's Gate. Yeah. I don't blame you. And, all right, this next one, the first one everybody knows, the first choice in this one is the Manson family. And it's going against realism, which was a UFO religion founded in 1970s France and basically they believe that eventually I think they were the ones who they believe aliens uh, live among us and that we're cloned and we survive after death but yeah and the Manson family for sure 
yeah, I mean, the Raelian ones, the Raelian ones actually a cool one to learn about, but Manton's iconic, right? Iconic. All right, this next one, everybody knows this one as well. The next matchup is going to be the Branch Davidians, which I'm sure you know that one. Yeah, they have uh, David Koresh. Yes. Was that David Koresh? Is it David? Or am I saying it wrong? Uh, oh no, the, the Branch Davidians were the ones that had the Waco tragedy. Or Waco tragedy, yeah. I don't... Yeah, and they're going against the People's Temple, which that one I believe. Uh, yeah, People's Temple, of course, is Jim Jones. Right. Yeah, I'd have to go with People's Temple. Yeah, Jim Jones kind of made a name for himself as the head of cult. But yeah. That means you only have six Colts, five Colts left in this whole first round. And the next matchup is going to be between Los Narcos Satanicos, which was a, if I'm not wrong, it was a cult of the, what do you call them? Uh, well, basically, it was led by a Cuban-American serial killer, drug dealer, who led an occult gang in Mexico, and they did a lot of, like all Satan Satanists, they, he believed he had magic, and he wanted to become partners with the family, and when they refused, uh, seven of the family members disappeared, and their bodies later turned up with fingers, toes, ears, brains, and even in one case, the spine missing. And basically, these these are just basically gangster killers. That's what the, who believe they have satanic powers. Okay. And they are going against Jim Roberts, the Brethren, which the Brethren. was founded by Jimmy Roberts. It's a religious movement. And they were called the Travelers, the Road Ministry, the Body of Christ, and the Brothers and Sisters. And they basically shun material things and family. They live as vagrants and do odd jobs to pay their expenses. There are people that say it's a cult, and there are people that say that it's not a cult. Like, there's, it goes both ways. But they basically mm. teach that humanity is at its end times and the members must purify themselves in preparation for the end of the world. Okay. And that they, they have to break ties with their families and sell all their possessions. Yeah, I'll go with them. The brethren. The brethren can move on. And to find out who they're going to face, though, first we need to do the last play-in matchup. And this play-in matchup is... The Faz Rockneast movement, which there the hell I can't find it. Which I can't even find the hell that is. It's not coming up in Google even. That's creepy because I found it on a list. Oh. <laughs> but it's not coming up on Google at all unless I'm really have the spelling wrong, which I don't think. I'm pretty sure I copied and pasted all this shit. But so, okay, I don't know what the hell they are. So we're going to assume the other one's moving on because I don't know what the hell they are. So. Okay. <laughs> The final matchup we're going to have to face is the Rajnishis, which it was a movement by in India, and they were also referred to as Neo-Sinisms, and it was labeled as a sex cult. 
they he was infamous for his sex positive teachings and his fleet of 93 Rolls Royces. And basically, they, they wanted to turn an empty ranch in eastern Oregon into a thriving city for thousands of people. They built hundreds of small houses and created an ambitious farm system. Within two years, they had 7,000 people living there. And basically, it was just what you picture when you hear the word hippies. And but in 1984, they did a they did a bio attack in Oregon. They contaminated salad products with salmonella at local restaurants and shops, and they resulted in the non-lethal poisoning of 751 people. So. Basically, there's jerks put, and they are going against Synanon, which it was a program for those suffering from drug addiction to rehabilitate themselves through the self-reliance, making them responsible for their own actions. And it was also known as tender, loving care. And it was one of the most dangerous violent cults America has ever seen. They did a lot of financial misdeeds, evidence tampering, terrorism, and attempted murder. And, but yeah, they basically were not good. One of the members was beaten so severely, his skull was fractured, and he fell into a coma and died eventually. They did mass beatings that hospitalized teenagers and ranchers who were beaten in front of their families. Yeah, I'm going to go with Synanon. Yeah, they're creepy. So that means that round one is done. And now you're down to 16 cults to choose from to move on and see who wins. Okay. As, morbid as, as morbid as this may be, folks, but we have fun doing it. But the first matchup you're going to have is the FLDS, the Fundamental Church of Latter-day Saints versus the 12 tribes. Yeah, the FLDS. So yeah, in a Mormons versus Mormons <laughs> battle. <laughs> right, who reigns superior? Basically. And that means that the fundamental Church of Latter-day Saints is going to face either the Blackburn Cult or Angel's Landing. Which Angel's Landing was... That was the Perez guy, right? Yeah. And the Blackburn Cult was a lot of sex with children, I believe. Yeah, I'm going to go Blackburn Cult. That's a nice matchup in the next round, but... This means that the next matchup is the Carney cult versus the movement for the restoration of the Ten Commandments of God. Yeah, the um, what was it, the movement cult? The uh, the Carney cult. Carney cult. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Carney cult. Yeah. And that means that the Carney cult is going to face either the Kirtland cult or Om Shurinko. So, Kirtland cult was kind of the same. Was uh, I believe the same as the Ten Commandments of God? There was a lot of yeah. Kirtland cult was a lot of sex with minors and typical cult stuff. Versus and Shinrinko is more the Tokyo subway attacks. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Shinrinko. Which means you already finished round two on one side. And that means the other side, your first matchup is the Order of the Soul or Temple versus the Children of God. 
Ah, the children of God. Can't blame you. <laughs> yeah. And that means the children of God will face in the quarterfinals either the Church of Euthanasia or Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Oh, here you go. Oh, this next matchup's a fun one. It's the Manson family versus the People's Temple. So you got Charles Manson versus Jim Jones. Oh. Yeah, I that's kind of hard to choose. I would have to go with Jim Jones only because with I think everything death the death toll. Yeah. Plus, I mean Manson's iconic, but I think with everything he was doing, including the death toll, Jim Jones. Sexual abuse, hey, there's a lot going on. Hey, Liz, what's going on? And uh, I mean, and there's a lot of people who have been on this show before about Colts, and they, they like to say that, including one of my co-hosts, likes to say that Charles Manson is was a CIA plant. So, Oh, yeah, I say it was a part of MKUltra. Mm -hmm. Which I could see that. I mean, they say the same thing with uh, Jim Jones, that he was uh, connected to the CIA. I think all these cult leaders were part of the Illuminati or something. Yeah, there's something. There's a connection. I think, um, like even Jim Jones met with uh, L. Ron Hubbard, Scientology, and I think L. Ron Hubbard wrote or talked to somebody. He mentioned that Jim Jones was a little too extreme for him, which I find kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. But that means that your last matchup in round two is Jim Roberts, the Brethren versus Sinanon. Uh, Synanon. Synanon. Uh, and that means that you are going into the quarterfinals. And the first matchup in the quarterfinals is the FLDS, the Fundamental Church of Latter-day Saints, versus the Black Broncos. Yeah, uh, FLDS. FLDS moves on. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Liz wants to say hi to you too, apparently. Oh, hey, hello. And so the FLDS moves on, but to see who's going to face it in the semifinals, it's either the Carney Colt or Om Shinrikyo. Shinrikyo. Yeah, I'd have to go with the Carney Colt. And the Carnies move on. Which I only threw that in here for my one co-host who is who was a carny. <laughs> oh, he was. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't part of anything like that, but still, right. I had to throw I had to throw it in there for him just to throw a little <laughs> punch this way. But that brings you to the other side of the quarterfinals, and you have the children of God facing Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Which means Heaven's Gate is going to face in the semifinals either the People's Tep Temple or Synanon. So Jim Jones versus Synanon. Yeah, that's uh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. So you're now in the semifinals. There's only four Colts left to choose or what to pick between at this point. And the first matchup we'll do is FLDS, 
versus the Fundamental Church of Latter-day Saints versus the Carney cult. Our choice, I know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to continue with the Carney cult. Hmm. And the Carney cult takes out the winner of the original group one. <laughs> Because those crazy Mormons won the group one. Oh, they, okay. There's so, so many yeah. of these Carney or the Mormons. Yeah, I know. Yeah, man. There's there there's them, and then there's so many spinoffs of them. That's right. Crazy. But that means your other semifinal matchup is Heaven's Gate versus People's Temple, which that's a fucking matchup made in hell. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I I'm still gonna have to go with People's Temple, Jim Jones. Yeah, it's hard not to. But that means that you now have your, well, you have your final four side at this point. And we'll do the third, fourth place match to see who takes which place. So your third, fourth place match is the FLDS versus Heaven's Gate. I'd have to go Heaven's Gate. Which means Heaven's Gate does take third place and FLDS get placed in fourth, which completely different, but... But that means your final matchup to determine first and second place winners is the Carney Colt versus People's Temple. So oh, Jim Jones yeah. or the Carney Colt? Yeah, People's Temple. Which means the People's Temple does secure the win for this bracket. And so your final four are the FLDS in fourth place, Heaven's Gate in third place, the Carney Colt in second place. And the People's Temple in first place, which honestly, the Carney Colts the only one that really seems out of place in those four. <laughs> it works, and I'm not going to complain with it because it's the way it went. And I'm actually happy the FLDS didn't win because I want I want another poll to win this one. What can I say? I, I get I get bored with all the, the same the same results every time people do it. Yeah, but, but it never happens because everybody's different and thinks differently. So, so tell us, Israel, tell us about your podcast. What is Among the Shadows about? Uh, it's just uh, it started off as just a, a paranormal podcast, really anything uh, paranormal. Uh, me and my friend had started it, so a lot of the stuff was based around stories, stuff that he had growing up, like a lot of stuff like his grandfather and doing black magic. Um, and I just started, I had a couple of other episodes I recorded. I just got to, you know, do the audio stuff and clean them up and put them out there. So a couple psychic mediums. I got one on uh, the well to hell. I'm not sure if you heard that one. I was like, I uh, there was, um, I think it was TBN. It was like a religious broadcasting network oh. from eighties and nineties. And they had the story basically saying that some a Russian drill team had was drilling in the ground. And then they claimed that they heard sounds of what sounded like hell. And they had this recording and they're playing it. And people like in the churches were playing it saying, this is hell just to prove that hell was real and scaring people. So, but it wasn't true. I, have, I, I mean, yeah, I have heard that rumor, but, but, and thank you, Liz. I appreciate the share. Really do. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard about that theory about the well of hell. I just, yeah, I heard about it. I don't know. I mean, I had a friend when I was in elementary school that told me he dug a hole deep enough and they saw the devil's wing come out. Doesn't mean I believe him, but <laughs> I, I think I did. I think I did believe him for a few seconds till I asked my mom because I was like four, right. six or seven at the time, but still. <laughs> You know, 
as you get older, you just don't believe the shit no more like that. Oh, right. I mean, and like, actually, honestly, that, if, anybody's gonna dig a wealth, if anybody's going to dig a hole to hell, it would be the damn Russians. Oh, yeah. And I want to say that the story was uh, during like the Cold War. So, oh, of course it was. Um, but I, I, at the end of the whole, the well to hell when it got the audio, I think the final part was like a demon type figure. He came out of the hole and flew into the sky. And that like people were so traumatized, like medical teams had to like sedate everybody. Mm. Oh. I remember yeah. downloading the audio like back in the days of like um, LimeWire and, you know, Napster and hearing it. And to me, it just sounded like an airport was recorded and someone just altered the audio. Probably. But people that grew you know, in the churches, I could see how, you know, that solidifies that, you know, this is real and I should do what they're telling me. Yeah. I mean, it's a good term. It's a good term, I think, for churches. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I agree. So where can people find you? Where can they find your podcast if they want to take a listen? Yeah, they can go on the website, uh, Among the Shadows Podcast, uh, dot com. Uh, right now, there's only the two episodes, only because of the schedules. My friend's working. Um, he wasn't able to continue recording, so he had to take a break. So I went on and did a couple other episodes to record, and uh, I'm just you know continue on putting out more episodes. There you go, man. That's that's the way to do it. I'm I that's why I want that's basically what I did, and I'm 180 episodes deep at this point. So it just you keep going. There's plenty of people out there to talk to, that's for fucking sure. I mean, yeah, that's one thing, yeah, for sure. <laughs> including Miss Liz Milne, who I believe was on my I believe was on my show one of the episodes, if I'm not mistaken. I have had a, I've had a lot of guests, excuse me if I forget things, but oh no, yeah. I, I mean she was on my show, I know she was, yeah. Yeah, I remember that episode. It's been a day. But and <laughs> Thank you for sharing me across the borders. I love it. Bring people in the UK seem to like my podcast. So I've had a few UK guests on that have gotten some audience over there. So it's oh, that's always, awesome. I like getting around the world with this thing. I want people around the world to hear about these stories so that everybody believes that paranormal is the new normal. Yeah. And, and I need to take that line right there and put it in a freaking recording. <laughs> but, yeah, that'd be pretty good. But yeah, I like the name. We want to want to thank Matthew for coming on. He'll be back on next weekend too to do serial killers, which oof, that bracket is. No kids allowed to hear that bracket, please. I don't need to get complaints. <laughs> I'm begging you because that bracket is dark but and morbid. But you know what? It was fun to do the first time, and I'm excited to do it again. It's it's stuff that happened. It's history. You got to learn it. Otherwise, we're right. gonna get, you, can't, you can't catch them in the, in the future if you don't know what, what, what they did in the past. Come on. Think exactly. about it. Well, we don't trust Charles Manson type saving all. You know where, and all my listeners, you know where you can find Paranormal New Normal. If you don't know, shame. Shame on you. But also, check out the outro. And if you're new, go catch up with some episodes. Till next time, I've been your host, Jeremy, as always. And remember, the world's not normal. It never will be. Have a good night. Take care. You can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant, or you can find me as Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed uq podcast collective group facebook group you can find me on twitter and the instagram as at juggalo bastard or should i say x now and you can find me on tiktok as that juggalo bastard podcast you can also find me on youtube as paranormal the new normal and you can also find me streaming on youtube as blind knowledge network because all knowledge is blind until they admit bigfoot exists